All right, everybody, welcome back to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And like us, we hope that you have an adult beverage to sit back in your chair or, uh, well, don't have an adult beverage if you're driving. Um, But we feel it was most necessary. Of course, we have adult beverages every time we do this show. Um, But the Steelers have now lost. (laughs) People can tell. (laughs) The Steelers have now lost three straight after starting 11 and 0. And. you know, and under certain situations, uh, we, we've you know we've lived through these things before: Steelers five and six game losing streaks, and other things like that. But this is um, this is bad uh, on a number of levels, which we'll dive into tonight. But um, uh, we're we're expecting Ian will uh, join us at some point. But for right now, it's Ben and I, and um, um, I, I started out with uh, three fingers of whiskey. And may send my son to get the bottle because I might need more. Um, and uh, Ben, I'm, I'm assuming you are uh, um, also imbibing this evening as well as we get ready to talk this nightmare. Um, yep. Yeah, I am. Yeah, um, indeed. Um, you know, and I, yeah, as you pointed out before, we always drink on these shows, but yeah, tonight we actually need it. Uh, yeah. And, and boy, there's, there's so many places to start here. Um, and so many off field things to start with. I just, I, I mean, oh, the off field stuff God. is honestly just so much noise. It's not it like, is. it is, it, you know, it's like we talked about last week. It's not like he's out getting arrested or, or doing anything that's going to like, uh, endanger his eligibility to contribute as a member of the mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's childish and it's a little disrespectful and yeah, I wish he'd stop doing it, but I don't think it's as big a deal as some people are making it out to be. I just, I don't. No, I, I don't either. And, and of course we're talking about Juju Smith Schuster who, um, uh, has, has been dancing on the logos pregame, um, before every game and, and somebody records it. Now this past week it was Chase Claypool that recorded it. And then he, uh, Juju uploads it to TikTok and, and everybody goes crazy. And, um, uh, you know, it, it, it blew up even more because uh, Von Bell made some comments and then Von Bell uh, took advantage of Juju's quarterback, leading him right into getting absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Um, and, and bad, bad pass, especially it, given it, the fact that Claypool was open 20, 20 yards downfield. And it was what, third and eight, and they threw a two yard pass. Yeah. Um, but furthermore, uh, yeah, you you nailed it last week, and I'm not going to belabor this point any longer than we need to because there are much more important things to be discussing about this football team. Um, he said today, he spoke to the media, he he said, hey, when, when the media starts asking my coaches and my teammates about it, then I know I, I'm just going to stop doing it. Um, and and I, I, I'm with you. Um, it's not the end of the world. If, if you're a professional athlete and you need the extra motivation because a guy is doing TikTok videos on the logo, then, then maybe you're not motivated enough to play the game. Um, it's not that big a deal, but is it childish? Does it need to go away? Yes. And, and so apparently according to him and Mike Tomlin, it sounds like it will. Um, so everyone can just now relax we don't have to worry about uh, Juju Gate 2020 and any of that stuff because, as I said, there are many, many other 
more important things to be worried about as it as it goes with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, Ben, we, we all thought that this this Bengals game was going to be the game where okay, it, it's time to kind of get a fresh start. The defense will do a good job. The offense will score just enough points. We'll you know we'll pull away in the end. Blah blah blah. Uh, your overall impressions of what took place on Monday night. Uh, Ben. Yeah. Was yeah. horrible. There's, there's no sugarcoating it. Ben no. was no. awful. Um, honestly, if it had been any other quarterback, if it hadn't been a guy who'd given you 17 years of amazing contributions yep. and had, had, de- had deposited a lot of, a lot of good faith into the bank, you know, mm-hmm. over that period of time. He probably would have gotten yanked. He was, he was that bad. And the I, offense, I advocated for it. I, 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 even, I didn't. I, I did not. I, I just, nah. I mean, just at that point, it's like, yeah. what you're gonna, you're gonna pull him and undermine his confidence. I, I don't see it, especially I, when the guy who's gonna come in is Mason Rudolph. And I'm sorry, well, Mason's terrible. Yeah. Mason can't see the field. He can't read defenses. He needs players to be college open. We've gone through this a bunch of yep. different times. Yep. Yep. Mason ain't it. He is not the answer. No. Um, and and right. on top of that, you, you've got an offensive coordinator who's not very creative, isn't doing <laughs> his quarterback any favors. No. You get an offensive line that's you know a, a bit decimated by injuries. I'll it give it that. But also, you got two tackles that were overwhelmed by the guys that were trying to block one on one, and mm-hmm. the line just was not playing all that well. Now, in the second half, they did play better, a little better, a little better. Ebron went out, McDonald came in, and coincidentally, they they run blocked much better as yes. as a result. So, you know, maybe that's something we'll look we can look forward to seeing mm-hmm. more of. Um, when when they're gonna get into into run into run formations, they'll bring him in and have him block a, instead of Ebron, or or bring them both in and split mm-hmm. Ebron out. I don't know, but they got to do something to get more creative there. They they can't just keep having Ebron, excuse me, Ebron trying to inline block because that just no. is not working. No, defensively. They were running right at Marcus Allen. I don't know if ever, anybody else noticed that, but they were running right at him on yes. purpose because he's yes. too damn small. Yeah, two fifteen, soaking wet. Yeah, he's two oh five, man. And, and well, Bernard Giovanni Bernard has given us fits for years. He has. He has. God. Yep. He's that. He's just that back. He just does give us problems. Yeah, he um, just does exactly. And and he did again. This week, 152 yards of rushing from the Bengals. Yeah. They're terrible. But granted, when your offense keeps going in, out there and, and and putting out a three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, the defense is going to get tired. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. bear that in mind when you critique that performance. But yeah, I, I thought the defense, you know, they hung in there. They they did their best. They tried to keep us in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, their intensity was up there. I can't say that for the offense. I thought the offense, especially in the first half, they looked tired and disinterested. And it was just like, yes, who are you guys? W- what is this? Yeah. 
especially coming off a, a week that was a relatively normal week. Right. Um, the, the first of which that they've, they've had in quite a while. Um, I, I, I do want to come back to Roethlisberger and, and we will, I do. I want to welcome in Ian. Ian's jumped on and Ian, we're, we're just kind of getting going here with just general thoughts. And I know Ben touched on a bunch there, but, but um, ge- general thoughts and, uh, and also what are you drinking tonight? Um, so, so far, I just Milk. finished a Southern Tier 2X Christmas Ale, which is one of my favorite Christmas beers right up there with the Great Lakes Christmas Ale, which is very nice. Both are delicious. Yes. Um, I have both in my fridge, actually, with some Trogues Mad Elf as well, which is up there in my top three also. My um, goodness. Mad Elves are a little dangerous, though. They're like 11, 12%. <laughs> you got to be careful with those. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, all the Christmas beers are up there, man. They really yeah. are. Yeah, they're they're nice. Are. Yeah. Um, all right. So slap the uh, you know R rating on this already. Yeah, go ahead. I have let loose, half but of swear words. Yeah, that was some fucking bullshit, dude. That was just <laughs> horrible. That was one of the worst games we've played in. I mean, the 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 duck mason games aside last year you know i'm not counting mm-hmm. those because you know what it reminded me of Ian, and and but, correct me if i'm wrong when i when i yeah. ask you this did it didn't it remind you of that game in candlestick that ben played oh so many years ago? god that night game that was, in candlestick they lost 20 to 3 the blackout game yeah where he had taken a shot for his injury before the game but then yes. the lights wouldn't turn on because there was a power outage so yeah there there's that game and then the only game I can think, uh, two games I can think of that were worse, was there was a Monday night game in Jacksonville. We lost mm-hmm. nine to nothing and never mm-hmm. even got the ball past midfield. And there was the game that should have gotten Bruce Arians fired, which was in Cleveland on a Thursday night, where there was like a minus forty degree wind chill and twenty mile an hour winds. And threw the ball like 40 fucking times and, <laughs> and ran the ball like 10 times against the worst run defense in the league. Sounds and like got sacked like seven or eight times. And it was, it was, we lost, and the Browns were terrible that year. Um, yeah. So those were the only couple games. This was, this was the worst I've ever seen Ben play when he wasn't like specifically injured or coming back from an injury, because mm-hmm. he's always bad the first game he comes back from an injury, yes. but, and there's other games he's played through some type of injuries, but for him to come out and say this week, like, Oh, you know, my knee's not bothering me. I'm fine. Like it, he uh, wasn't, I don't buy it. I don't, yeah, I don't buy it either. He wasn't stepping into throws. His accuracy nope. was horrible against any legitimate defense. He would have had five or six interceptions instead of just one yep. um, or two. I guess he had two, yeah. um, but nevertheless, or no, he only had one. The one got dropped. The one that went right, right through William, William Jackson's Jackson. hands, which <laughs> yeah. for all intents and purposes, <laughs> my goodness. Um, and, and really the final score was closer than it probably should have been i mean we got bailed out on a fourth down at the goal line by a pass interference call that i mean ben's accuracy was just terrible he was totally off target and all over the field on short passes on long passes Mm -hmm. throwing these bullshit alex smith like zero yard crossers on third and eight (laughs) like i know juju fumbled the ball and he shouldn't fumble the ball but what the fuck has ben doing throwing a a pass to a guy at the line of scrimmage on third and eight when chase claypool's running wide open down the middle of the field like it's 
you don't always need to dump it down. Like that was that was worse than Mason Rudolph shit. That was I no, mean, it was right about, there with Mason. It was it was Mason esque. Mason. <laughs> uh, you know what's sad? I looked through the game logs. Mason never had a game with a yards per attempt as low as Ben did on on Monday. It was terrible. Really? Yeah. I, you know, I'm not surprised by that simply because Mason usually went deep, like like deep, deep a couple times a game. You know, so I'm, I'm not totally surprised. But, uh, you know, I, I want to go back to Roethlisberger for a minute and and – my my feeling was about sitting him for a series. It it wasn't about Mason. It was about the the fact that Ben has never felt, you know, the the well, I, I shouldn't say that he always feels threatened anytime they have a new quarterback. But I, maybe he just needed to feel a different sense of urgency or something um, because he wasn't seeing anything on the field. He was, as Ian pointed out, his accuracy was terrible. Um, I, I, I'm not buying it at all. I think his knee's bothering him. He, he's not going to say anything about it. Um, we'll we'll probably hear in the off season that he had it, you know, scoped or cleaned up at some point. We all know that's coming because um, he just is not stepping into throws. It's clearly nope. affecting his deep ball. Um, the the one throw he made, which may have been his best throw all season, was the touchdown to Johnson, and it, you just wonder where is that. Why aren't you doing that more often? Um, and 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 so there, you know, th- that's what I was getting at. I had no intent. I had no designs at all that Mike Tomlin would actually do it. That's just where my frustration level was uh, as a fan. That's there's no doubt about it. But um, wow, yeah, okay. So it, it, just and I'll say, yeah, just go to ahead, follow Ian. up on that last point. Ben's yards per attempt, so just pure yards per pass attempt, was 4.47. Mason Rudolph's low last year Mm -hmm. was 5.02 in that game against Cleveland where Miles Garrett assaulted him with his own helmet. So Mason was above five every game, and Ben was... 4.4, 4.47. 4.4, 4.47. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the worst yards per attempt games of his career. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was it was no, one of the worst bad. games of Ben's career. I mean, it, it, it's like talking about one of your own kids. I, I mean, I love the guy. I mean, I appreciate everything that he's he's done for for the Steelers and everything. So it's it's hard um, when you see him playing that poorly. But we're not going to sugarcoat it, as you said. It, yeah. it is what it is. Not going to hide but, from it. The one other follow-up thought I had was I, I really wondered the way they came out in the second half. If you remember the game in Cincinnati last year, Tomlin gave Mason one drive after halftime and then benched him for Duck. And then Duck came in through that touchdown pass to James Washington over right. the field and then started the next four or five weeks. Yeah, um, I, I wondered if you know Tomlin basically gave Ben, you know, I'm going to give you a series in the second half. And if you don't mm-hmm. show me something, I'm putting you on the bench. Cause he looked a lot better that first series. Cause that was when he came out and threw that touchdown pass to Johnson too. Right. Um, so, you know, he, they came out and looked pretty good at the, in the beginning of the third quarter. So I wondered if there was a similar philosophy going on there. Obviously the offense showed something. So we right. never got to see what would have happened if they did the, the, the sideline reporter, um, who who I can't recall who it was the other night, but um, did allude to the fact that that there was a little bit of fire and brimstone in the locker room at halftime. So whether that came from Tomlin, a player, I, I don't know, um, but but certainly something. Um, so Ben, I'm going to ask you this: considering what you know they have right now offensively, 
um, the, the the deficiencies along the offensive line. Um, what do you do? You, you you're Randy Feekner. You're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, how do I get this thing? What, what, what do you do? What what is your solution to get this thing going as an offensive coordinator? Two things. I and people are going to hate this, but I I run some screens. I run some jet sweeps. I try mm-hmm. and get the defense going side to side, so they're anticipating that coming. I spread them out. I. I run more inside outside zone both mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and try and run the ball that way rather than just gap blocking it which just hasn't been working. Now maybe you know by inserting Kevin Dotson in there things will improve this week, but we're going against a really good defense this week. Much different story this week. Really good defense this week. And They've got to do some razzle-dazzle, and it's got to work. <laughs> I mean, it can't be, you know, uh, a behind-the-line-of-scrimmage screen to Ray Ray McLeod that gets snuffed out for a three-yard loss. It actually has to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has to come off quickly and crisply and get down the field as quickly as possible and make the defense think about it every time they line up. Uh I also would have been play less in the shotgun and in the pistol because I'm sorry, it's predictable. It is predictable. These right. RPOs are not working because they don't respect the run. Right. At all. It is just not working and got to knock it off. Um, on top of that, we had mm-hmm. an RPO work last week, but Hassenauer was already downfield. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's for, for people wondering that that's not his fault either. No. Uh-uh. Um, he, he, as far as he knows, he's run blocking. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the quarter that's on the quarterback to make that decision. He's got to uh, get the ball out in, yep, in less than two quick. seconds on an RPO. He can't hold yep. it. Yep. That was on Ben too. Ben did not play well. He yeah. just didn't. And if Ben plays as poorly this week as he did against the Bengals, we're going to get beat by 17 to 20 points. Yeah. I yeah. would say it'll, it'll, it'll look like that uh, Jacksonville five interception game. Um, and, but I don't want to go there. Uh, Ian, what, what, what do you do to fix this offense? Knowing what it is that you're dealing with personnel wise, what, what do you do? Stop calling plays that are dumb as shit. <laughs> um, like, okay. So let's, let's talk situationally, right? The Steelers sure. run, the Steelers run, more or less the fewest play action passes of any team in the league, which has been proven time and time again to be one of the most efficient offensive plays. Mm -hmm. I mean, Baker Mayfield is a not great quarterback and they, they showed the stat on Sunday night, how much worse he is under pressure than he is, um, you know, when he has a clean pocket and yeah. play action passes are something that can give you a clean pocket. And that's what the Browns have done to be successful is run a lot of play actions. So uh, running more play action helps, which you need to establish a bit of a run game to do. That. Help. So you got to run on first down instead of running on second and 10 second and 10 run plays are the most inefficient plays uh, in football. Keeps doing and it. 
and you keep doing it. Like, how many times do we need to see an incomplete pass on first down and then a running play on second down? Like, it's it's horrible. So you yeah. gotta work to your strengths, not to your weaknesses. Um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Benny Snell had a decent game. He had eighty some yards on eighteen carries. I mean, that was almost he five had a yards. Good a half. Carry. He had a good half, is what he had. A, a the good second half, half he, he, yeah. he was very effective. The first half, eh? But that allowed to do the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't oh, put that much on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and to speak to Snell too. I mean, you got to use your personnel in situations that maximizes their abilities. Don't run a swing pass out of the backfield to Benny Snell. That's not going anywhere. If you want to run that shit, run it to Anthony McFarland, who can actually yeah. like make a move in space. If yes. you want to give the ball to Benny Snell, hand him the ball and let him run with it. Like, I mean, don't basically when they started. What they started doing in the second half, which worked, at least from my perspective, was mm-hmm. it became very obvious that the, the the Bungles' defensive ends were not playing the run at all. They were just coming straight at no. Ben. So it's like, okay, if you're not going to be there, we're going to run at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it, it makes total sense. And, and um, Ian, since you mentioned Snell, um, Connor is expected to be back this week. Who Who would you start? On Sunday, I start Connor because he's a better blitz pickup running back than anyone else we have, Um, and they seem to have more confidence in him than they do in anyone else. It seems like they handed more out of necessity than out of you know confidence in him. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's lingering from his couple fumbles he had early in the year, though he hasn't really fumbled since then. Um, But nevertheless, it, it was just it was bad all around. It was probably some of the worst tackle plays since Dubs was the starting tackle for three games. And then he got roasted by Jaron Allen in London and just never played again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, that was really, really bad. I mean, for, for both tackles kicked on fourth and 10 with the game on the line down by seven points, like that just can't happen. That situation. Oh. I mean, you, you, I never played offensive line for those who haven't met me. I'm six, three and like 165 pounds. So <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I don't have the body of an offensive lineman. Never no. did. Never will. Um, but you, you, in that situation, you can't let anyone get at your quarterback. You do whatever it takes. I don't care if you have yeah. to hold somebody, you tackle right. them, take out their knees. You don't give up outside pressure to both defensive ends on fourth and 10 it it doesn't matter what you have to do if they call you for holding whatever at least your quarterback doesn't get killed yeah no i i i agree with you um the tackle play was uh was awful i i think um i think chooks akorafor probably got away with his play because so many people focused on al's poor play um and and as Ben alluded to, the defense that we're going to see this week is um, a lot better, <laughs> a lot better, a lot better. better. Yes, yeah. Um, and and so that that should make any uh, any of us in the Steelers Nation nervous from that uh, that viewpoint. So, um, can I add something on that note? Of course. Please. I know I've just talked a lot, but yeah. if you look at the teams the Colts have lost to this year, they all run the ball pretty well. They lost to the Browns, they lost to the Ravens, and mm-hmm. they've lost to the Texans. So all three of those are among 
the the better running teams in the league this year. So they also lost to the Jaguars in week one in a quintessential Phillip Rivers game where <laughs> he got the ball down by seven with two minutes left and threw an interception. But never, nevertheless, their other losses have all been against teams that can run the ball well. So to, to win this game, it's not going to be a game where Ben can throw the ball 50 times and we're going to win. We're going to have yeah. to run the ball on the ground. You know, and and before we kind of segue over to uh, the Colts a little bit more, you know, the the Bengals, I I thought, you know, I don't want to take anything away from them because, number one, they they played very hard. For a team that's 210-1, I give them credit. That was their Super Bowl. I think we all recognize it. Um, And I thought Zach Taylor, who I don't really think a whole lot of as as a coach, I thought he, he had some real timely calls. Um, that that benefited his team significantly, and so I, I don't. I'm not going to knock them by any stretch because they they did the things they had to do to win. Um, and and then you know, secondly, I think now as we segue towards the the Colts, you know, this is the home finale. And three weeks ago, if you would have told me that the possibility existed that this would be their actual last home game, I would have said you're full of shit. Um, but if they don't win one of these last two, um, then they very well could be on the road, um, to start the playoffs. And, um, just, just the thought of that is incredible to me. Um, I want to just run through the defense or excuse me, the, the injury stuff real quick. And if you guys are updated more than I am, let me know. Um, Tomlin yesterday did not comment much on Derek Watt. Uh, or Eric Ebron because they're so early in the concussion protocol stuff. Um, I, I I don't even want to speculate. You know, you, you can do that till the cows come home, so to speak. But um, and then uh, he he was positive about Kevin Dotson, James Conner, and uh, Vince Williams was um, uh, put put on the active list today as well. So. Um, that he, he will play, you know, what his conditioning is. We don't know any of that stuff, but he will play. And I, I, I do want to say too, and Ben, you, you mentioned this in our group discussions today. Why in the hell was there not a block in the back call on Derek Watts play? I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, there was that. And then there, you know, Von Bell, I don't really take yeah. issue with yeah. that as a cheap shot because Juju kind of, Mm-hmm. Made himself mm-hmm. a target by dancing on the fucking logo. Yep. But Bell hit him in the head when he was still a defenseless he receiver he with the crown of his helmet. Yep. And it was not flagged. And, and and it was a violent jerk. I don't know how the refs overlooked that. I That was bullshit. But they missed it. And yeah. I, I would expect that he would get fined. Now, yeah, on, on the Derek Watt tackle, which was first play of the game. Yeah, um, yeah. First punt of the game, excuse punt. me. Yeah. Uh, uh, he ran downfield, was pushed from behind. His he went head first into mm-hmm. the returner's knees. Yep. Uh, we're lucky from that standpoint that there weren't two injuries, two severe yeah. injuries. Yeah. Um, the guy's cleats didn't stick in the in the grass, and uh, he got upended. But he laid on the on the turf for a long time, mm-hmm. and Watt obviously didn't get up. So. It was a hell of a hit. Um, it, it was violent. Yeah. But I, uh, I don't know how they missed that, but they, you know, they did. Those things kind of happen. happen. They do. 
Um, I just being that it was so close to the returner, I thought, okay, this is a no brainer, you know. Right. Uh, I, but but it it clearly was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have to share this. Um, I, I had a situation um, similar to this because you guys saw this uh, while it happened, and then of course during the replay. But but T.J. Watt, Derek's brother, literally sprinted onto the field when he saw what happened. Yeah. And and started along with Jordan Dangerfield started getting people away. They knew he was knocked out. They could they could see what happened. They knew he was in a bad way. And I I could not help but think of an instance a long long time ago. My younger brother was uh, a pretty damn good football player, and um, he he was a tight end linebacker. And uh, I I had graduated from high school maybe four years before this, and. He's playing a game and, and he makes a tackle and, and he's not getting up. And uh, after a few seconds, you realize he's not moving either. And uh, so my my mother looks at me and and uh, looks over at my father and then my father looks at me and, and my parents were divorced. So that was about as much as they ever looked at each other, period. Um, and they, they both look at me like, you need to go down there. And I'm like, what in the hell? You're the parents, you know? <laughs> And and they're like, no, 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 just he'll, just go down there, just go down there. So I go down the stands and I climb over the fence and walk across the track. And I'm on the there's my old head coach. He's standing there and and he kind of walks over to me before I get to my brother and he says he, he he's out, he's he's knocked out. And I said, okay. I said, well, where's the train? Trainers out there, you know, smelling salts, all that. And and so I'm leaning literally. I, I'm on my hands and my knees and I'm leaning over my brother. And his eyes start to open, and and I swear to God, he looks at me and he says, "What the fuck are you doing out here?" You know, <laughs> and and I, <laughs> and the coach, the head coach starts laughing. You know, and I said, "Well, coach, he's probably got a concussion, but I think he's going to be fine." <laughs> you know, and I just I thought of that when I saw the brother, you know, TJ running onto the field to to. To aid his brother, I, I immediately thought of that yeah. story. Yeah, and um, so obviously we're we're glad that, that Derek's okay. And God, well, Watt, I, I you know what so. practice today in full. Okay, now he's yeah. still in concussion protocol, yep. and and part of the protocol is you go through practice, and then they go right. back and they test you, and they see where things are at as compared to the baseline and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it is encouraging that he at least practiced. So it is. It is. We'll see what they have to say tomorrow, and and we'll you know we'll go from there. Um, Ebron did not practice. Uh, no. Tuit did not practice. Um, well, Ben, Marcus Allen Steve, did not practice. Castro all got the yeah whatever. Days they got off. the coaches day off. Yeah, that's you know kind of whatever. Kevin Dotson, full practice participant. So. Okay. One question I I had, and either one of you can answer this because I haven't had a chance to go through the film as extensively as I would like to. When they ran the ball well, was it Hassenauer or was it Derwin Gray that was in there or was it a little bit of both? Did did either of you pick up on that? I I don't think it was Gray. It it was Gray more often than not, but it was absolutely McDonald. And they were running at the, the tackle guard gap so basically yes. what they were counting on was the defensive end was going to be gone and the defensive ends were gone they were 
oh, yeah. around, <laughs> looping around, trying to get to the quarterback, not even trying to play the run. And it's like, well, if you're just going to give us this, we're going to take it. And for the most part, it, it worked. <laughs> so I, I really mm-hmm. can't fault it as a strategy. If, if you're just going to keep selling out to the pass every down, no yeah. matter what, fine. Um, speaking of the Ebron injury, um, why was pass interference not called there? The guy was know. early. It was obvious. It, it was, was obvious. so early. I, I mean, I just, again, the, the officials did not cost the Steelers that game. Let me preface nope. that. Not in any way, shape, or form. But there were about four or five calls that I just was left scratching my head. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, Ian, we know what we're facing with the Colts this week. You know, Phillip Rivers is Phillip Rivers. He's he's had both uh, some success against us and some ugliness against us. Um, he's got a nice offense to work with. He's got some good receivers, uh, nice stable of running backs. The rookie Taylor's coming on pretty well. Can our defense do enough to give us a chance if the offense is still sputtering on Sunday? Uh... That's a tough question, Mark. That's what I'm here for. I I mean, if if Rivers has one of those quintessential Rivers games where we get, you know, like three picks and two of them are pick sixes. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they've been using Jonathan Taylor, and he's had fumbling problems in the past. We talked about that back in the draft. So if, if Taylor coughs it up, if Rivers throws a couple picks, if Rivers starts acting like a petulant child and spiking the ball around and stuff, then yeah, we've mm-hmm. got a chance. But uh, I mean, uh, it's it, it's so hard to say because our offense has been so bad. Like we haven't yeah. broken twenty points in four weeks now. No. It's been it's been bad, and you know, I've kind of been following the Colts offhand and. The Colts have been really good in the first half lately, and they kind of just get up and then just kind of cruise to victory. And some of their games have been closer than, you know, the mm-hmm. games really were, just because they get up in the first half and then just kind of cruise. But their their defense is really good, um, and if our offense can't score, our defense is going to have to produce turnovers. We didn't. I thought we'd get a lot more turnovers against the Bengals than we got, which was yep. none. Um, and you know the we we played right into the hands of a lesser team. We turned the ball over a bunch. We gave them yep. short fields, and they they converted them. Um, you know that's that's the recipe for how you lose to bad teams. You turn the ball over, you give them short fields, and you give them touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, just the the offense has to be better. Ben has to be more accurate. If the offense continues the way they are. No, I don't think I don't think yeah. the defense is good enough to beat the Colts just because of how good Indy's defense is. If if Ben throws the ball on Sunday like he did on Monday, Indy's going to have four or five picks. Like their yeah. their defense is that good. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a fast defense. Um, they're they're aggressive. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk about um, what's his name there in the middle, Buckner, getting you know kind of snubbed for the Pro Bowl because he's had a really good year. Um, but but a lot of their guys have had good years. So um, and on, and, and that, note, on yeah, that note right. of them being fast earlier tonight, you asked Ben about what he would do on offense, and he mentioned yeah. the jet sweeps and things like that. You run a couple of those, make them start pursuing side to side, and that's when you can start hitting them up the middle with runs with Snell and Connor too. We saw that against mm-hmm. Philadelphia earlier this year that yes. you know Ray Ray McLeod 
got got the corner on one play then all of a sudden those linebackers start sneaking when they see the guy coming in motion and all of a sudden connor who was getting one or two yards of carry busted out an eight nine yard carries up the middle just because the that jet sweep motion caught those linebackers and made them drift to the side because they had to respect it so indy's fast to the edge but even if you do it a couple times and get four or five yards make them respect the motion Mm -hmm. then you run the motion and just hand it off up the middle and those linebackers have to read two run keys instead of just one. Or, I mean, the Bengals weren't even reading any run keys. No, no. They, they, they didn't care. Every... That was that was the whole point. They were just saying, screw it. They were just completely selling out to the short pass, and it was killing us and ignoring the run altogether. Ugh. Yeah. We did have a nice screen pass, though. That was something. Yeah, I think it picked that. up, what, eight or nine yards. I, I, I stood and applauded because we don't see that very often from our team. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, I, I don't really know, uh, uh, where else to go at this point guys. Cause I'm so, I'm so flabbergasted from the, the last three weeks. Um, I, I, uh, I, I just don't know. Um, Ian, you kind of alluded to how bad this loss was. And I, I was thinking, and I know some, some of the folks that are our, our age and older were kind of reminiscing, um, a little bit about the the 80s days and and the, oh, that God. seems to be it seems to be coming quicker and quicker because uh if Ben keeps playing that way then it it's going to be here you know and, I, uh, yeah and i'm not yeah. saying that that monday was a lot of people are saying it by the mm-hmm. way cuz mm-hmm. people think in very binary terms about football That's, yep but at some point father time comes for everyone and sure. You know, as as recently as Sunday, I was saying, you know, the Steelers are going to extend Ben next year. They don't have a choice. Yep. He's got a $41 million cap hit. They're already over the cap, and they have a list of free agents, their own free agents. Mm-hmm. That's what? 19, 20 players deep. That's before uh, they sign any of those players. They're already over the cap. And yeah. there's not a lot of there's not a lot of space there that can be created via restructures except for, for doing an extension with Ben. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you can create some space, not a lot, but not some. much. Uh, uh, now I'm wondering if it's even a wise course of action to extend him because he played that badly, but I'm not saying that no, I necessarily I, I, think that that was the end because we've seen, we've seen Ben come back from other things before, we have. you know, been amazed um uncle ed uh our, our favorite uncle ed bouchette in the athletic.com had a uh, a good write-up today on exactly what you're talking about that you know if you think this is bad wait till next year and and he laid out exactly what you just did um talking about uh, ben's cap hit followed by the 17 or 18 guys that that we can't even get signed resigned rather um you know and and i i I don't want to go there yet because we got a ways to go in this season, but all I'll say is this. I think a lot of Steelers fans are completely oblivious to the fact that a lot of guys on this roster that they see play every single week are not going to be on this team next year. Um, and it, it's just what has occurred. There are going to the be a lot team. of really yep. hard choices. Tons. Tons. It's going to affect. I mean, your your top level guys and, going to like mid level guys. Yeah, just and, and they're going to be some guys. They're going to be some surprising cuts yes. that people are going to look at and go, "Wow, I didn't yeah. see that coming." No, I, I, I just, I, I don't want to belabor it. 
because I, I don't want to think about it. But it, it, if if we don't mention it, then we're not being upfront and honest about it because it's coming, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Ian, um, I'm going to throw it to you first here. What uh, what do you see happening on Sunday uh, in the home finale? Uh, by the way, are fans still unwelcome in Heinz Field? Uh, yeah, that is correct. Uh, fans who by by order of the governor are not permitted. I, I, I must say, I am very honored that that um, I was one of about, what, 15,000 people to see a Steelers game in person in Pittsburgh this year. So I got and that got, going for me. And you got uh, to see them when they were good, too. Right, right, back in the the, the Philly game. Yeah. Uh, okay, what, what's your prediction? Uh, fire away. Let's, let's, you and I both had them uh, beating the Bengals last week. Ben, of course, did. Um, but we all were, were wrong. So go ahead. We were. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't feel good about this game at all. Um, you know, looking through Indy's results, Indy's not blowing teams out. They're not killing anyone. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say Indianapolis 27 to 13. I was well. I hear the crying, and that's what that's, I wanted. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you, Maggie. That's that's way too many points. <laughs> well, it is your opportunity, then, Ben. What uh, what do you see happening on Sunday at the Confluence? Indy is scoring at about twenty eight points a game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going up against a good defense in Pittsburgh, so I don't see them getting to twenty eight. Um, they were allowing twenty three points a game. The Steelers' offense, I mean, four weeks ago, I'd have been like, oh, they're allowing 23 points? Well, we're going to score 27. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, after the last four weeks, I don't feel quite as comfortable making that kind of prediction. Um, Indianapolis 23, Pittsburgh 21. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh Boy, that uh, that puts the pressure on a little bit here. Um, I, I I feel the same way. I, I'm just what, what evidence do I have to really put a lot of faith into the Steelers' offense that they, they're going to be able to do much? I my gut feeling tells me we're going to see no huddle. Um, we're going to see Ben being allowed to be Ben because it seems to be the only thing that ever snaps them out of their funk. I don't know why they really didn't go to it. Uh, on Monday, but that's a whole other story. Um, I, I think we'll play better. I, I don't know how we can play worse, um, but I, I just think the Colts uh, are, are playing well. I think we're not. I, I think Indy's going to be somewhere around. Uh, uh, I like I like twenty six uh, seventeen. I, I think you know they tack one on late, much in the way the the Bengals got a late field goal there, um, something to that extent, but. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think so, it's going to so be. both of you have them beating the Steelers badly in, in NFL terms. In, in NFL terms, yes. I, I don't think, like I said, I think they tack something on late. Um, I, I Ben can't play worse, okay? E- even if he does throw four or five picks, it's really not worse than what he played. Well, if he throws four or five picks, been. they're, they're going to lose by 21. Yes, yes. But I, I, I think he plays better. I, I just don't know how. I mean, he usually bounces back after these games. Um, 
I, I'm hopeful that he does. And and maybe I, I'm just thinking with my, my heart a little bit here and not my brain, but um, wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time. Um, but that, that's just kind of what I'm thinking here. And um, yeah. So, and, and um, I, I think that's uh, it. I know Ian has uh, just arrived. Any final thoughts outside of the predictions guys? Ian, you still there? Yeah, my headset came unplugged. Sorry about that. Oh, no. um, so to yeah, um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. And fuck yes. Philip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> Ian's swearing a lot tonight. It's he is really swearing a lot. That awkward. tells me he's been drinking a lot. <laughs> really, uh, really awkward. <laughs> Uh, yes, I mean, yes. Mark and, even dropped an f bomb tonight. That's I, bizarre I mean, too. Uh, Fuck, what are you gonna do? this team's driving yeah, me exactly. insane. Uh, you know, yeah, I I agree. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, and, and be safe and and take some time this weekend and enjoy the people that are close to you because honestly, you you don't know when they're gonna be gone. I you know. Yeah, sorry to take it off topic, but do you know express those feelings those people that matter to you um Steelers are driving me insane i am not <laughs> that person who is going to tell you that the season is over this team can't get it together because the nfl changes its complexion oh, it so quickly it does that yeah they still can get it together and if they pull it out this week and make all of us look dumb for picking the Colts, then, oh, you know, fantastic. Um, and really, you know, it comes down to Ben. It's all about Ben. If Ben plays well, they will win. If Ben plays like he's been playing, they won't. Yeah, and and it really does boil down to that because the defense will be well enough to keep them in the game and – you know, unless they just have to be on the field consistently like they were on Monday. But, um, but yeah, let, let me, uh, also, uh, send Merry Christmas out to everybody. We're, we're just, uh, a couple days away now. The fat man comes down the chimney tomorrow night and, um, everybody be safe and, uh, enjoy it. And, um, ho- hopefully there is a Steelers win wrapped under the tree. And we all open it, and we all get to experience it on uh, on Sunday. And I am reminded that the 2009 New Orleans Saints started 13-0 and and lost three straight and then went on to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, crazier things have happened. And uh, um, anyway, but thank you for listening. For uh, Ben and Ian, this is Steel Dad signing off on the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey. Go Steelers. Ravens suck.